Hello, and welcome to the Jesus and a Cup of Joe podcast, the show that brings you a conversation about Jesus, the Bible, and life. Here is your host, Royce Bottoms. Hey, I want to welcome all of you to the show. Happy December. We've done it. We're almost at the end of 2020. We can only thank the Lord for everything that he's done, he's doing, he will do, and hope and pray that he can navigate us through next year, given our political environment that we're going to possibly be facing, um, and just give all the praise and glory to him and let him uh, navigate us through whatever times are ahead. And here we are, December, and that's the reason I said happy December. I hope and pray you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. You enjoyed your time with your family and friends, and now we're shifting gears. We're getting ready to celebrate Christmas, Um, probably decorating your house, putting the lights up, getting your Christmas tree out, wrapping your gifts, and getting ready to possibly plan Christmas parties, as long as you don't get caught by the COVID police. So last year, I shared with you guys on an episode, what does Christmas mean to you? This is where I looked at what Christmas meant to me, and I asked what Christmas meant to you, and I shared a uh, clip from the Charlie Brown Christmas from where Linus was reading out of the book of Luke to Charlie Brown, or reciting it, I should say, and he was explaining the whole reason, the real reason for for Christmas. And to continue with that theme, um, I wanted to just get back into the book of Luke, but This time, I want to talk about Jesus, but I also want to look at John the Baptist. Um, Because inside the book of Luke, Luke gives us an eyewitness to the account of the birth of Jesus and how everything is intertwined. And if you look at the witnesses, the eyewitnesses that he mentions is Zechariah and Mary. Okay, And so there is a significant meaning for this. But they both received the incredible promise from God through the messenger um, that God sent. And so we pick it up with uh, Zechariah in uh, Luke 1, 11. And it says, while Zechariah was in the sanctuary, the angel of the Lord appeared to him. It says, Zechariah was shaken and overwhelmed with fear when he saw him. But the angel said to him, do not be afraid, Zechariah, for God has heard your prayer. Your wife, Elizabeth, will give you a son, and you will name him John. And then if you look on down to the 26th verse, this is where um, we see the interaction with Mary. It says, in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent an angel, Gabriel, to the village of Galilee to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. And Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman, the Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to to think, What does this angel mean? Do not be afraid, Mary, for the angel told her, For you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you'll name him Jesus. He will be very great, and he will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over Israel forever, for his kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, How can this happen? I am a virgin. And the angel replied, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy, and he will be called the Son of God. 
What's more, your relative, Elizabeth, has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was barren, but now she will conceive a son, and she is now in her sixth month, for the word of God will never fail. So Elizabeth was pregnant after decades of being infertile, and Mary would carry the son of God. You look at the the two children's lives, John would be filled with the Holy Spirit when Jesus was born because of the Holy Spirit. John would fulfill the prophetic role of Elijah, and Jesus would be like King David, and his kingdom would never end. As a pair, both of these birth stories tells us that John's ministry would prepare Israel for Jesus, but Jesus' ministry would prepare Israel for the kingdom of God. So let's examine both of them. First, we look at Elizabeth. Elizabeth was old age. She could not have children. Zechariah had been praying. An angel come to him and said, Zechariah, God has heard your prayers. Your wife will become pregnant, but you will name him John. And he would later become John the Baptist, who, who preached the coming of Jesus, the Messiah, and who baptized people in the river, and who would later on be beheaded for what he believed in and what he preached. And then you look at at Mary, who was a virgin who was already to be married to Joseph. They were going they were wed and now she's pregnant. And she has to break this news to him. All right? And I'm sure she tried to conceal the pregnancy as long as she could till she had a chance to talk to him. But I mean I can't imagine how this that conversation went. I can't imagine going up to someone or someone coming up to you and saying, hey, look, we have to have a talk. I love you. I've never cheated on you, but I am pregnant. I'm pregnant with God's son. I'm sure that you would probably get some really strange looks. But it was also the, the angel coming to Joseph and explaining the situation so he understood the gravity of this. Because at first, Joseph was going to divorce her quietly to where it didn't bring any harm or shame to her or the child. But once again, God intervened and showed, hey, I have a plan. And he sent an angel to go tell. So you you have two different stories going on here, but the birth of Jesus is the one that takes center stage. But you cannot forget about the birth of John the Baptist. Because as we read, them two would end up meeting at the river. And I'm paraphrasing here, but Jesus went to the, went to the river to be baptized. And he, and he looked at John and he says, I want you to baptize me. And John says, should you not be the one that baptizes me? So they were, they were on a course to meet each other. Okay, and even before they were born, the Bible also uh, tells in details when uh, Mary and Elizabeth got together and they were visiting each other that John leapt, leaped in her womb because he could feel the presence of the Holy Spirit. He could feel the presence of the Son of God. Now, is that not exciting? Does that not get you pumped up? So we look at the the events surrounding Jesus' birth because now we're looking at him being born in a manger. 
and how the angels are announcing the birth of Jesus to the shepherds. It says, that night the, the shepherds were staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks. Suddenly, angel of the Lord appeared among them, and they were terrified. But the angel reassured them and said, do not be afraid, for I bring you good, no, good news that will bring you joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by this sign. You will find him wrapped snugly in the strips of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly the angel was joined by a host of others who were praising God and saying, Glory to God, the highest heaven, peace on earth to those whom is pleased. So the wise men were seeking him. The shepherds were coming to visit him. And they all were converging onto a manger. No fancy inn, no hospital rooms, nothing of that nature. A manger, a stable, because that's all that was available to them. But I believe that had a significant purpose to be a stable, to be a dirty environment. Because Jesus was born... In that manger, he didn't ride down out of the clouds of glory upon chariots with white robes and all of this that that normal people would expect a king to be. He came dirty. He came plain clothed. He came just as you and I. And he walked upon this earth in his ministry And his mission is the reason that he was upon this earth. Because I believe Jesus knew as he was growing up, he had a mission. And that mission would bring him to the cross. Would bring him to the cross. So what if everything would have went wrong? What if? Right, so let's look at it. If everything would have went wrong and God didn't have a plan and He never intervened in any of the situations, we could see an alternate situation because Mary and Joseph may have been divorced because of the pregnancy. King Herod would have killed Jesus, Joseph would have never fled Egypt. And he would have never been able to safely return and possibly been killed. But God intervenes in the worst situations to fulfill the grand story of salvation, which is being told for thousands of years. Just as God intervenes then, he intervenes now. Were it not for Jesus, we would all be dead in our sins. But Jesus intervenes and brings us a spiritual death to life. He saves us because of his namesake. And that's good news, and that's what we need to take away from all of this. The birth of Jesus is important, and it it starts him on his road for the mission and the ministry that he has to do because he knows where he has to go. He has to go to an old wooden cross. Two boards and three nails guaranteed us to be able to have a relationship with God only if we believe in him. So this Christmas season when you're sitting around and you're done decorating, you got your tree up, 
and you got your family pulled in tight and you're just talking and reading stories, I implore you to read out of the book of Luke. Read the Christmas story. Share the good news with your family. And let them know why Jesus matters. Unfortunately, we're in a time that Christmas is so commercialized that we've lost the true meaning for it. Most Christians understand and celebrate the reason for Christmas in the birth of Jesus. And we celebrate a birthday. But a majority of the people out here that don't know Jesus, that doesn't care to know Jesus, just knows it as another day that they can get gifts and be off from work or school and do whatever it is that they want to do. As long as the Lord gives me a voice, I plan on never allowing people to forget what Christmas truly means. Because it's very important. It's more than Santa Clauses. It's more than wrapped gifts. It's more than turkeys or hams or or sweets. Our Savior was born. Our Savior was born in a manger. That's the good news. I want to thank all of you today for joining me, and I hope and pray you enjoyed what you're listening to. Listen, reach out to us through our social media pages, our Facebooks, YouTubes, Twitters, our website, JesusInACupOfJoe.com. Send me a message. Tell me what it is about Christmas. What is it about Jesus and Christmas that, that means a lot to you? Because I'd love to hear from each and every one of you. But as we get ready to wrap up, just remember you always start your day with Jesus and a cup of joe. God bless. Mm-hmm.